This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Kisisa Tavshin Ayintes. In this week's parsha, we learn about the terrible tragedy of Kaisel making the Egel, and then we learn about the terrible punishment that they received, and how still today we're suffering from it. After Maisha convinces Hashem to forgive Kaisel somewhat, he asks Hashem to show himself to Hashem, to explain himself to Moshe. So Moshe can understand how Hashem works. And Hashem tells him, it can't be. But then, towards the middle of the parsha, he says, Lo panai. You cannot see my face. You cannot understand how things work. Kilo because no human being can see my face. And then he tells him as follows. If you want, you can stand next to me by this rock, and I will pass by the rock. When I pass by the rock, I will shield you with my hand. And this way you can stay alive. And then he says, When I will remove my hand, You will see my back. But you cannot see my front. What does it mean you'll see my back, but you can't see my front? So Rashi explains my back is, He showed him his knot of twillin. So what does that mean? What does it mean he couldn't see his front, he can see his back? Moshe spoke directly to Hashem, the Pastor tells us, he spoke to Hashem, Panim al Panim. So what does it mean he can see the back of Hashem and not the front? The Chassam Shefer explains as follows. He says, usually we lay in this parish of Purim time. Purim we know the Allah is, you have to lay in the Megillah forward, you can't lay in it backwards. And the reason is, because the whole story of Purim is that we don't understand the sequence of events. It's only after things are done that we understand what the purpose was of all the events that happened. For example, at the end of Purim, we understand all the sequence of events that happened until then. Says the Chassam Sofer, that is what Hashem was telling Moshe. You can't see my face. Only once I pass, you can see my back. Once you see my back, then you'll understand my face. Only once things happened already, then afterwards we begin to understand the plan of Hashem. Sometimes right after the events, sometimes a week later, sometimes a year later, sometimes 30 years later, sometimes not even in this world will you understand. But eventually you'll understand. And the Chassam Sefer says, he knows because this happened to him. The Chassam Sefer, when he was a child, he lived in a city in Maine. The French army attacked and they invaded and now the soldiers the French soldiers conquered Mainz, and they would go live in people's houses. And there was a soldier who lived in the house of the Chassam Sefer when he was a child. The Chassam Sefer was an amazing child, and this soldier was enamored by him. And he would speak to him, and he would speak to him, and he would ask him questions, and he was amazed this young child would explain such deep thoughts to him. And the soldier felt close to the Chassam Sefer. And this relationship continued until the army moved on to another city, and that was that. Many years later, in fact, 30 years later, there was a war in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And once again, there was a war going on, and in the city of Mainz, where the Chassam Sefer was still living, there were two Jews who were involved with smuggling guns and weapons, making a living. They got into a big argument. Each one was accusing the other one of not being honest with each other. 
And they decided to go to the Rav, to the Chassam Sefer, for a ruling. They went to the Chassam Sefer, they told him what they were doing, and the whole business relationship they have. And the Chassam Sefer passed in like one of them. And he wrote it on the star, this one is right, he has to pay the other one. Well, unfortunately, the one who had to pay the money got very angry. He took this piece of paper, and he went to the governor. He said, you see, this is what the Chassam Sefer's of Alden gun smuggling. He knows what's going on. And he was willing to put himself in danger in order to get the Chassam Sefer in trouble. Well, they went, they arrested the Chassam Sefer, and they said, look, you're very angry at him. You knew about this gun smuggling. It says your signature on this piece of paper. And therefore you are just as responsible, and you're going to stand trial for espionage. It's wartime. You knew about this gun smuggling. You didn't say anything. Chassam Sefer was very frightened. Two days later, he goes into court, and when he comes inside, it's a military judge, and the military is standing over there, and he's frightened because he sees all the soldiers standing there with their with their soul, their swords drawn. He's frightened. What's going to be with him? He's standing there. The military judge comes inside, and everybody's told to sit down except for those soldiers. And the military judge looks at the soldiers and he looks at the Hassam Sefer who's frightened and he says, Rabbi, it's okay. Don't worry about those those weapons. That's just what we do in military court. We do it to scare the people. This is, you know, on the other hand, he turns to the guards, says, guards, no need to scare the rabbi. Put your swords away. Which is very unusual. The court case went on and when it was finished, the judges got together to go into their chambers to decide the case. As they're going in, the chief military judge calls over the Hassam Sefer. He calls him into his private chambers. Hassam Sefer now is very, very frightened. Comes inside, and the judge tells him to sit down. He sits down, he says, do you remember me? No. He says, look closely at my face. I have no idea who you are. He says, well, I remember you. Because over 30 years ago, I was a soldier staying in your house when you were a young child. And I remember having these conversations with you. And now all of a sudden, the Hassam Sefer remembered who the soldier was. He says, that's who I am. I am now the chief military judge. And I know that you are not guilty. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of everything. And Hassam Sefer left. And indeed, he was pronounced innocent. And Hassam Sefer says, now I know why those 30 years ago, I was spending time with that soldier. Hashem was getting it ready. So 30 years later, I will be freed from this accusation. And that is what Hashem was telling Maisha. You can see behind me, but my face, you can't see. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.